Hello and welcome to Cop Talk. My name is Small Wayne Johnson. Uh, I am your host, of course, the Cop Talk, the show where cops can call in and just talk. They say don't talk to the cops, but that's what we do here. Defying societal norms put forth by uh, some of our most cherished entertainers in the world of the rap music. Cop Killer, popular rap song from early 90s. Do not get on board with the message. Love the beat, love the energy. I don't mean to ramble about rap music right at the top of the hour, as I tend to do on this show, but this is Cop Talk, and cops can call in, talk about what's on their minds, what's bothering them, funny little anecdotes from cop life, anything they want. This is a safe space for cops. We got a caller calling in. How do you do? Hello, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I mean, I'm doing I'm doing very well right now, but in general, I don't know what I'm doing. Everyone gets confused sometimes. Uh, if I could ask, uh, what is your name? And also, I'm a, I'm a copper from across the pond, as you say. I do say that. Uh, do you have a name there? Oh, I'm sorry. My my name is First Detective David Norwich. Is um David Norwichism? Yeah, that's my name. That's the name me old da gave to me before he left. The the David, I assume you mean. He didn't the the Norwichism. That dis- no, the whole part. That's that's my first name. My last, my last name is Jones. All right, so we are talking to David Norrichism Jones, first detective. You can just call me David. I, I, I will. I just like for to simplicity's get, sake. You know, old habit. Like to get you know all the pertinent details down in my mind. Of course, of course. That's smart cop thinking, and I don't know what I'm doing. At all. Well, uh, if you mean that literally, uh, currently you are calling in to uh, Cop Talk, the show where cops talk. I do know that what I'm saying is in my professional capacity as a Bobby, or don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I thought I would be a good policeman. I thought I wanted to keep people safe as hmm. my career. Because I grew up feeling very unsafe. I don't think my mom was safe. I tried to keep her safe. Uh, I failed. I failed. Miserably. Did your, did your mom die in the line of duty? Was she a police officer herself? She was a police officer. I thought very much that like I'd follow in her footsteps to keep her safe in her old age after she retired. I was wrong. So she died of retiring? She died of third-degree burns after I spilled the kettle all over her. I did not keep her safe. All right. I was trying to make a spot tea. Darn thing just got away from me. Burned her horribly. But she didn't die right away. Oh. Uh, did you call the police? I picked up the phone. I didn't know what I was doing. 
and I, instead of calling the ambulance, I, well, I right cracked over the head with the phone. I think, I think that was a mistake. I, I gotta agree with you. That was a mistake. Good detective work. Uh, Thank you. You deduced that that was a mistake. Uh, what? Why did you do that? I don't know what I'm doing. But see, you. I don't mean to take you to task here, David Jones. But you say you don't know what you're doing, or you don't know what you did. But you're able to lucidly and clearly describe the fact that you first. Spilled boiling water on your old retiree mother, and then beat her over the head with a telephone. I just, uh, I, I got confused on how to use the telephone. It's like, do I push in numbers on this handset, or, or do I use it as a club to sort of try to solve my mother's bones? And yet, you successfully called in to this program. Oh, I, I, I took a course afterwards, I did, uh, on dialing a phone and knowing what it is you do with the phone at all times. Now I feel I have a pretty firm grasp on phones and what to do with them. Hmm. Why don't we walk through some basic police duties and you tell me how you are handling them? Okay, this sounds great. I will point out uh, some things that maybe you could do better. And also, for listeners at home, maybe poke some holes in this highly suspicious man's story. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm not highly suspicious. I'm suspicious of you. Sorry, I got confused. I thought if I said something, but I made... Parentheses in my hands, with my hands in the air, that only me and the listeners could hear it. I don't know what gave me that impression, though. But I heard heard those parentheses hands. I heard them. And yet you chose to still listen to me. Well, I wanted to get the whole story now, didn't I? That is good police work. All right. Wait, wait a minute. Are you saying that I might know what I'm doing? Well, I don't know. This is good, listeners. I've got him. I've gained his trust again. I, I trust you. Damn it! He heard. He, I, sorry. I, I gotta go forward on the understanding. He can hear everything I say. I don't know what gave me the impression he couldn't. I'm not a great radio cop. Oh, do you know what you're doing? I I know what I'm... I could walk you through some basic radio hosting tips or something. How about we do a little information exchange? Uh, Okay. I will explain one basic policing action, and you explain to me one basic principle of broadcasting. Uh, That sounds perfect to me. I will go first. All right. You get a phone call from a victim of a crime. You know, the way it normally happens. Uh, You show up at the doorstep. They say, oh, a crime happened. What is the first question you ask them? Oh, let me think. Take your time. 
I guess my first question would be, uh, how are you, love? All right, that's that's a pretty good first question because you want to make sure you know you want to first calm down the the victim, make them I'm feel establishing a rapport. Establishing a rapport. That's a very big word for someone who claims to not know what they're talking about. I never said I didn't know what I'm talking about. I said I don't know what I'm. Again, these very minute distinctions point towards a high degree of intelligence that is belied by the act he is trying to put on. Listeners, I'm getting to the bottom of something. Did you hear that? Of course I heard all that. That brings me to my first radio tip. Oh, all right. When you get a phone call from a listener, someone seeking advice, in this case a call, you should always assume they can hear you as long as you're speaking into a microphone. Okay. Does that make the... Did any of the words I just said make any sense to you? Uh, le- allow me to try and recite uh, back to you what you said using the old police t- technique of uh, perfect recall. Oh, I wish you would. Here I go. It's time to get a call on the telephone. People can hear what you're saying, because it's obvious, isn't it? I may have uh, paraphrased. That, that was the Cockney version of what I said, so I guess you're not too bad at being a radio entertainer. All right. I've regained his trust, listeners. I think I know exactly what you're doing. You're kicking ass. Well, thank you very much. So, the score is one to one. I did not realize there was a score, but I'm glad to learn that I'm tied. We are now locked in mortal combat. One man enter, two man leave? That can't be right. No, that's exactly right. Uh, I guess I did start the show by myself, and then you called in. Yeah, and like, neither of us are going to die while doing this call, so two men leave. Alright. But still, it's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! I remember on Mortal Monday... There were more uh, Sega Genesis-related crimes than on any other day in history. I remember that too. It was the same in the UK. My hometown of Brixfordshire. So you see, listeners, I've got him talking about a familiar subject, video game. With Sega Genesis video game crimes. Absolutely. And now, hopefully, he will reveal something about himself that will point me towards my hypothesis that he in fact murdered his mother in cold blood. I like to do the scorpion finishing move where I tear the man's head off and then I realize I don't have the physical strength to do something like that. And I thought if I was a Mortal Kombat character, what my finishing move would be to pick up a phone 
and beat my opponent in the head. Now, have you ever played Mortal Kombat against your mother? Well, uh, uh, she don't care much for the for the video on the telly, but, uh, you know, I like to play act sometimes. I she see. never cared for it, but right. she would indulge me. Did she, in fact, do the ultimate not caring for it when she died? Yeah, I don't think she cared for that very much at all. All right, listeners, I've got him right where I want him. Oh, so, like, you you haven't learned anything that I've taught you yet. I've or learned, I can still hear you. I have learned that you are a cold-blooded killer. No, I'm not cold-blooded. I'm not a cold-blooded killer. I'm just no. a man who enjoys it's, chips it's not. and a lorry <laughs> going to the loo. The, Taking the, the tube, or the, just like a, a bit of beer on Friday night, room temperature, of course. I like my football, and I love killing me mom, but I'm not a killer. All right. Hey, let me ask you a question. All right. Did I've got you time know, for two more questions. Did you know the radio shows get recorded and can be forwarded to law enforcement officials in upwards of three nations around the globe, United States, England, and China. The last one's not important. The middle one is the one I'm most concerned with because I'm sending this tape to Scotland Yard. Oh, ho, ho. I'll work for Scotland Yard. I know. Wait, I... hopefully you are not the one who gets the tape. Oh, that is that is my prime responsibility. Besides, like detecting and such. All right, listeners. It appears that I have been outsmarted by David. That's that's right. You've been outsmarted by David. Even I've forgotten Smith. It's Nora Richardson Jones. Jones. I mean, shit. Forget. Can we take that again? This is going out live. I'm afraid. Oh. Oh no, oh no, oh no, well, I'm ruined. David, you may have gotten away with murder, but you, you sounded like a rat dumb idiot on my show, so I'm going to call this as two to one my favor. Thank you if, for playing. If we, had, if we had gotten to more tips about radio, do you think you would have told me about how it goes out live? You know, I don't know. I was kind of keeping that as an ace in my side pocket. You you have defeated me. Or have brought shame to my family and murder. Yeah, I, I think... Where do we prob- go from here? I think they're probably more concerned about the murder. Uh, well, you can hang up because I got other people to talk to, I'm sure. The, if I hang up now, was that long enough for you to trace my call? Uh, you told me where you were calling from. Across the pond. I'm Roger then, am I? Am I absolute knackered? Am I fucked? You are are a dog's dinner. Oh, my dog's dinner? That's the worst British insult of them all. (laughs) I will take your word for it. Click. All right. Well, that was an exciting call with a copper from the land down under. That's not right. (laughs) 
geography. As I've look, I never claimed to be a smart man. As you heard, I thought I could say things, and he would not hear. But I'll tell you what I am. I'm here for you, and I'm here for this next caller to be a, an angel, a guardian angel, a voice in his ear, a comforting shoulder, a warm glass of milk. Who who have I got on the line? Hey, what's up, Jerky? Now, now who is yeah, this? Your, fruit, your fruity little ass. Uh, how do you know what flavor my ass is? I'm just busting your balls. Uh, it's me. It's me, O'Halloran, from the, from the station. You know oh, me. O'Halloran. I was just doing a little Jerky Boys on you. I never caught into no phone show before. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rudy O'Halloran. We go way back. I'm, of course, uh, retired now. Uh, but me, yeah, the small Wayne Johnson and Rudy O'Halloran, we were like peas in a pod and also partners in crime, but not crime law. Yeah, we were partners in crime law. It was the best. Yeah. Now we're now. Uh, now, how would you describe things between us? Uh, we are estranged. It's cold and distant, and uh, things are tense. To be honest, uh, uh, I yeah, can only, baby. I can only assume you were calling in to try and make up for all of the terrible things you said about my son. That is why I called. I wanted to make things right between. Specifically, you said he was very bad at Mortal Kombat, and I will just not stand for that. Listen, that's not my opinion. The boy's terrible at Mortal Kombat. I don't blame him. The finishing moves are very complicated. He got an animality once. That's not bad. That's hard. That's one of the harder moves to pull off. Yeah. I mean, I think it was maybe an accident, to be honest. You did a little bit of button mashing. But Okay, so you kind of agree with what I was saying? I... I don't disagree with the factual content of what you said, but, the t- like, you destroyed a boy's confidence. Listen, that boy's old enough t- to shrug off the word of an aging policeman, okay? Even one as leather jacket wearing, aviator sunglass having, cop on the edge, doesn't do what he's told, but he gets results, kind of guy. What was my point? Listen, 45 is a very delicate age. I think he's old enough to just sort of be his own man. How how was he going to be a man if a a cartoonish cool guy cop tells him he is bad at the video games that he has wasted his whole life on? Uh, You just get to leave. You just get to leave. I have to stay at home with that son and try and put his life back together. Now, you're 78 years old, correct? That is correct. I retired last week. Ooh. Hey, congratulations on not getting shot two days before. I know. I, you know, to be honest, I stayed on the force for so long because I was kind of hoping I would. Oh. Well, you know, I don't know. It's more interesting that way, right? I mean, it's the opposite of what I would expect. So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's funny when things are the opposite of what you would expect. Like... I think you're, you're, it was kind of known as your catchphrase around the office, but... Uh, sometimes it's on, funny when things any, are the opposite of what you expect? No, no. Like, when you were on a particularly challenging case, I remember, I remember very well, you'd be like, I am not too old for this shit. <laughs> I am exactly the right age for this shit. 
This shit matches my age. Properly the right time for right now to be exactly the correct age to deal with this shit, process it, and move on. I was born in 1950 shit, and I will never die, but I hope I do. I had complicated emotions. Now, I know you and I are kind of in a fight, and we might be on the way to resolving that, but can we go back to I'm never going to die, but I want to die? Just real quick, and then you can say your thing. I mean, I I said it all. I think I don't know. Is there more to unpack from that statement? Just a little bit. Uh, there's. Well, by all means. You said, "Is there more to unpack from that statement?" Which sounds a lot like "immortal." Unpack from that statement. It just got me wondering. As I have, I look, have detective instincts, as you do. Look, it will be impossible. For, there's no such thing as immortal combat. Well, I don't know that. You might know that, but I don't know that. Look. Jerky. <laughs> Sizzle neck. Sizzle neck. Sizzle chest, I think it was. Anyway, um, so you're, you're, you've basically admitted to me that you're a Highlander who desperately wishes to shuffle off this mortal coil. I guess I should have known you would find out. I mean, you're bound to put one and one together and make two. I mean, why was I so mad about you making fun of my son's Mortal Kombat skills? My son wanted to get so good at Mortal Kombat so he could feel connected to the world of mortals. I think I might know why your 45-year-old son feels inadequate. May I? Sure. Okay. So you, as a Highlander, know. Mm -hmm. And I know. Maybe your son doesn't know. Yeah, but all immor- all immortals, all Highlanders are infertile. I can only draw one conclusion: is that your son is adopted, and he's never known his true father. He's never known the one person in his life who's supposed to teach him how to play Mortal Kombat. How how to how to win, even if you're Johnny Cage? Listen, I read the instruction manual. You Listen, think, I know. You think I can't teach my boy how to press I, A and B I do. together? I do think that. You know why? Your why? son sucks at Mortal Kombat. Has he ever won against anyone? One time I had to go to the bathroom and I told him to pause the game, but he didn't. Okay, I, so, yeah. But it counts. Does that count? No, does that count? It goes in the ledger. Do you think that really? You keep a ledger? Of course. There's no online leaderboards for a game that old. I keep a ledger, too. What's your personal record? In what? Winning? (laughs) Winning rounds? Yeah, your win-loss record. No, not how many times you've jerked off to Sonya Blade. My win-loss record is, uh, well, let's see. I really hope your listeners are very familiar with Mortal Kombat. I got to assume they are. That was... You know, it was a I big mean, cultural cops. touchstone. Cops. The cops love Mortal Kombat, of course. Exactly, yeah. My win-loss record, uh, well, I got to 69 wins and I stopped. Up top, brother. Up top, my brother. Now, what about losses and ties? Uh, just, the, just the one. The aforementioned bathroom incident. Wow. And do you only play against your son or is that like oh, your entire Mortal Kombat career? 
Uh, well, I play against my wife occasionally, but she's not. Is she good. pretty good? Uh, well, no, I beat her every time. It sounds like you've never had your Mortal Kombat skills really tested. Uh, I'm maybe that. I mean, in the sense that I'm very good. Yeah. Well, you're very good, but you're basically playing morons. Like uh, again, don't unmolded clay. You got you know me on edge. You got me on edge already with well, your then comments we're both about my son. On the edge. I'm gonna jump. You ready to jump? I'll jump. Well, I'll jump because I'll. I won't. Nothing will happen to me. I'll jump and then I'll do a kick in the air and kick your fucking head off. How do you think that? Is in Mortal Kombat. In Mortal Kombat, not not in real. Oh, real I, life. I was about to be excited if you can kick my head off in real life. Oh wait, you that, you might kind of want that to happen. That might be the answer to my problems, but I don't think you got it in you. Okay, I have a proposal for you for us to bury the hatchet once and for all. Are you ready? Uh, okay, yeah. Tell me if this sounds good to you. All right. We play mm-hmm. best two out of three. Yeah. Mortal Kombat for the original Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. With the blood. None of that Super Famicom shit. Oh, uh, yeah. No. No. Of course. Now, uh, we each pick our opponent's player. All right. You're going to be Johnny Cage. Fuck. I mean, he's got that groin punch. My only hope now is to make you be Kano. All right. And 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 pray. Anyway, so okay, so we have it out. It's Johnny Cage versus Kano. Kano, Kano, pray love. I'm sorry. That's no, all right. I I get a little emotional thinking about Kano. Okay, so whoever wins, best two out of three. All right. Let's say I I win, just hypothetically, because I will win. But also hypothetically, let's sure. say I win. Okay. I then get three tries to try to kick your head off of your body. Uh, all right. And then and then there will be only one, and that one will be me. Like and that's going to be awesome. Why would three tries make it? Like if I don't know, just kind of. I'm just like planning for, you know. Are you envisioning that like maybe one error. kick would put my head kind of part way off? No, I'm kind of thinking I might miss a couple times. Okay. I'm a cop, not a kick guy. Are you doing a flying jump kick? I'm thinking I'll, I'll get like a small step ladder and then I'll kind of do like the crane kick from the end of Karate Kid to sort of get it done. Well, I am small Wayne Johnson. You will only need a small step ladder. And then the quickening will happen, and I'll gain your power, and uh, uh, I'll say there can be only one, and, uh, you, you know, you then a, I get to be a Highlander. I think that only works if you're already a Highlander. <laughs> we gonna find out, aren't we? I guess so. I mean, I would hate for that quickening to go to waste. That quickening's not going to waste. It'll go to someone. All right. Now, There's if a quickening you win. shortage. It's the only thing. Sure, sure, sure. And now, uh, if if uh, if you win, uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll apologize to you and your son for being so rude to him. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Sounds fair to me. Uh, so just to get this clear, yeah, let's recap. If you win, you Mm-mm. potentially get uh, immortality, my very lineage and lifeblood, the the very precious gift that I am the un, I'm an un, a, a link in the unbroken chain from the first Highlander. 
And if I win, mm-hmm. you will apologize for s- some shitty comments you have made. Yeah, based based on the games of Mortal Kombat we played. Yeah. What do you say? Shake on it? Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, I will audio shake on it with you right all now. All right, this my, is an audio shake. My hand is out. And do you now, have a notary to witness this? Uh, sh- should I have... Your producer can act as a as a de facto. Hi, uh, hi, hi Wayne. I, I can watch. Oh, thank you, Charlize. What's going on, Charlize? Oh, hey. Hey, Rudy. Hey, we still on for Thursday night? We totally are. Are you guys going to shake now? Yeah. You ready to witness yet? Totally am. Okay. All right, my, let's do my it. Hand, my hand is out. Is your hand my out? Hand is, it is. All right, I'm seeing that at least one hand is out, and I imagine the other one is too, and now they're going down, and then they're going up, and all right, that was a handshake. Did that turn you on, baby? Uh, no. Anyway, I have to go do some paperwork. Uh, bye. Fair enough. Bye. Bye, Bye, Charlie's. Man, can you believe I got Charlie's Theron to produce my show? I can, actually. She must really, really enjoy cops. She's a, she's a, she's a, a cop at heart, uh, which is the name of her new movie, Cop at Heart, about a young lady who gets a, a heart transfer from an old beat cop. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but then in that movie, she sort of gradually starts taking on the mannerisms of the old detective. I can only assume uh, she let me uh, see some dailies, but I, I haven't quite grasped the whole <laughs> The whole scope of it. Uh, anyway. Well, that's good. When are we going to do this Mortal Kombat thing? Uh, Tuesday? I'm good with Tuesday if you are. All right. Tuesday it is. Okay. Uh, okay. I got to go now. Good. Uh, I got to end this show. Perfect. Well, that was Rudy O'Halloran, old friend, uh, new enemy, uh, possible future immortal. I don't know. I mean, I feel pretty good about my chances. Uh, but Kano, though. Anyway, uh, nominally, that was cop talk. And if you got a problem with that, you, well, the lines are open, but no one will be picking up. But we'll be back next week, unless uh, I am dead, in which case, I don't know, maybe Rudy will take over, maybe my son will take over, maybe there'll be a completely different show in this time slot. I don't know. I will not have the capacity to care. Good night, y'all. And remember, keep watching. What?